The MyMac Podcast is sponsored by Otherworld Computing. Visit them at MacSales.com or call them at 1-800-275-4576. You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. MyMac Podcast 490. Awesome GPS move. In an itty bitty living space. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMag.com podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the MyMac.com podcast. It's, this is number 490, which means there's only 10 more shows until we get to that magic 500 number. And, you know, uh, I've, I've kind of started doing the math. And what I think is going to happen is the 500th show is actually going to be during uh, the Macworld Expo. Which means that uh, some of the stuff that I'm going to be talking about in just a little bit uh, will probably get pushed off onto show 501 or 502 or you know whichever one it is that that both Gaz and I are back together on. Uh, but speaking of Gaz, uh, normally this would be the point where I'd be like, hey, "Hey, Gaz, how you doing today?" But I I can't do that because Gaz is not here. However, uh, we we didn't want to you know not have the UK. Represented. So, uh, James Turner, who uh, you may remember we talked about for, oh, uh, forever uh, with his products uh, at woodpad.co.uk, <laughs> has, uh, has jumped in, and I appreciate it. How are you doing today, James? Not so bad. Thank you very much, Guy. Appreciate you uh, asking me to step in for ads. Well, I appreciate you jumping in because honestly, nobody wants to hear me do a podcast by myself. I mean, <laughs> the, the tears would be flowing as I'm as I struggle to find something to say. I really need someone to 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 bounce off of while doing yep. this podcast. I have actually tried to do podcasts by myself, and it's sad. There's there's like me. Uh, being all manic for like 10 seconds and then 30 minutes of silence. And it frankly, it's just not a very interesting <laughs> podcast. Oops. No, so I, oh, I'm sure drop it, something? Would be, it would be just as entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's go with that answer. <laughs> uh, there, I do have a couple of announcements and for the, the people that are on the, uh, the my Mac podcast, Google plus page, you already know about it. Uh, if you follow me, well, me on Facebook, because I don't think I've I've mentioned it on the the My Mac Podcast Facebook page, or if you follow me on Twitter, you already know about this. So so you know, uh, take a cigarette break, get a cup of tea, you know, whatever it is you got to do while I'm talking about it. Uh, OWC Otherworld Computers is sponsoring me, and thank you to go to uh, the MacWorld Expo this year. So, uh, I, you know, for once I, I don't have to do it out of pocket, which is so, so very, very much appreciated. And the, the best part of it is, um, it's a company that I have personally used for many, many years and I highly, highly recommend them. OWC is fantastic. And I'll, I'll get this first plug out of the way real fast. You can find them at maxsales.com or they have a wonderful 800 number that you can call as soon as I... Oh, God. Where did I do with it? I have an 800 number here for them. And 
Oh, there it is. One one eight hundred two seven five four five seven six. Go to maxsales.com or call one eight hundred two seven five. Yeah, thank you, James. Two seven five four five seven six. James was just kind enough to to bold that for me so I could find it a little bit easier. And um if, uh, probably starting next week, I'll have like a pre-recorded commercial for OWC. But for this week, real, real quick, what I want to talk about uh, as far as OWC goes is some of the things that, that you can get from them and and why they're such a great company. Well, number one, of course, uh, they've got hard drives, both two and a half and three and a half inch uh, both spinning and SSD. And their SSD drives uh, can't be you know they're un- they're uncomparable to anybody else's. They're so good. Uh, they have hard drive enclosures that use USB, FireWire, Thunderbolt, and they have RAID solutions. They even sell optical drives for you know all of us Mac people that that no longer have them. If you need one, you can get one from OWC. They have memory for all the different types of Macs that you may have, including some from pre Intel days. They have a th- now the, the, one of the cool things about OWC's site is they section it in ways that make it real easy for you to find the stuff that you're looking for. They have a Thunderbolt section uh, that has expansion chassis and enclosures and docking stations and RAID solutions. They have a laptop section, an accessory section, an iDevice section. They even will sell you a gently used Macintosh that you know you can trust because the the OWC technicians have checked it out. And uh, honestly, James, the best part of OWC, and this is what really makes them stand out, is their superior service and support before, during, and after the sale. They have 24-7 phone support, uh, not only for what problems that you might have, but they have dedicated people to help you find just the right product for your individual needs. And Big help. Oh, it is. And they, and they have created these videos. So if you get some memory or you want to install a hard drive in your uh, MacBook Pro, it will take you through all the steps in, in these videos. They'll take you through all the steps that you need to take in order to use whatever product it is that you've purchased from OWC. And even if you don't purchase it from OWC, you can still use these videos to uh, to install whatever it is. Though I would, you know, please just go to OWC because <laughs> they're, they're so wonderful. So, again, um, go to MaxSales.com or call 1-800-275-4576. And let them know that uh, the MyMac.com podcast has sent you over. So big, big ups to OWC, and, and thank you so very much. Now, the reason why Gaz isn't here is, uh, and if you follow like him on Twitter, you'll know that uh, he'd gone to. Actually, he talked about this on a podcast last week. He went to Milan, Italy, for you know the the job that actually pays him money as compared to doing this podcast. <laughs> And he got sick while he was there and actually ended up in an Italian hospital. Well, fortunately, you know, he's, well, he's not dead, which is, you know, that's great. You know, we, we like the fact that Gaz is not dead. And fair advantage. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, it'll make him, it'll make it easier for me to do the podcast hopefully (laughs) next week. Yeah. Cause being dead, it doesn't make for an interesting conversation. So, but he's still not really feeling well and he wasn't able to make this week's show. His voice is, is, uh, really kind of kind of yeah not that good but he's he's on the mend and hopefully he will be back next week <sighs> you know i have really dominated the conversation james what what have you been up to since the last time i talked to you 6 to 8 months ago well since um Quickly. since i was last on the, on the <laughs> podcast i've uh, i've got a new computer mm. which is um mainly because my offices were broken into at the end of september and all of oh. my 
stuff was nicked. Oh, so um, I've replaced it with a with a 15 inch MacBook Pro. And well, one of the new ones? Uh, no, it was actually a refurb. That and honestly, when when I buy uh, new computers from Apple, that's like the first place I check is their refurb store. Yeah, it was really good. It was a, a very good deal because it was about it was at the time a current model, um, and it was about th- uh, three hundred quid off. Yeah. So that was yeah, excellent. So um, obviously, about three to four weeks later, they re- they revised the whole uh, lineup, but not that, that bothers me much because it's still one of the um, MacBooks which has got an optical drive. Not that that particularly bothers me because I'm even considering swapping that out and putting the hard drive in that place and putting an SSD in. Oh yeah. So, uh, but then you know where you can get that SSD. Yeah, indeed. I was going to say you were saying that um, what the that uh, OWC's SSDs were better than others. What makes them better than uh, from other SSDs? They fill them with love. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, actually, there is there is some kind of of, um, and I I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. There is some some technical difference that uh, that they do with their SSD drives that do make them make them screaming fast. So I'll have to look into that. Yep, and and their their prices are insane. So Yeah, of course they've got outlets on uh, like Amazon in the UK and places so you haven't got to be stung by huge shipping costs now, so they've got uh, various European sure. stockists, I believe, and they yeah. Well, and that's one of the one of the nice things as compared to buying them from a lot of other companies. You know, this this show's going to end up being like a, a hour-long OWC commercial is that uh, you don't need to give them a credit card. You don't need to buy your stuff from them and then plug in your credit card and go through all that, you know, all that hassle cuz you know, in these days with uh, sites being broken into and personal information and credit card information getting, you know, distributed all over the place, uh, you can they have a link that will let you buy it from Amazon. So if you already have oh, an good. Amazon account, yeah, right, yeah. You're buying it you know, from OWC, but the payment is going through Amazon. Yeah, that's a pretty good thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, it's just one one less place you've got to put your credit card yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah, and that's so, uh, that's always a good thing. Yeah, yeah. So what else have you been up to? Oh, well, um, not a lot, really. Trying to, trying to earn a living, you know, as you do. Well, when, but, um, when, you're, when your uh, laptop got stolen, of course you had all your information backed up somewhere else. Of course, yes. Well, it was the, the computer that was stolen was my 27-inch iMac, which was a, a late 2009 model. Um, so that went, and the keyboard, and the mouse, uh, and a camera, and any, any relatively new equipment was nicked. Um, they left quite a few older pieces of equipment, including a 10-year-old PC and a load of printers and an old G3 uh, iMac DV400 and a G3 Black MacBook as well. well what was it called then? Well, those, the those old... were just the MacBook. Yeah. Well, that was what it was. One of the old black ones and it had the white, had the white uh, Apple logo upside down on the on the lid. You know, right when you opened it. So it's quite an old one, yeah. But um, but of course they they stole the most valuable thing, which was the 27 um, uh, inch iMac. But they didn't take the external hard drive caddy that was sitting there with a with a bare drive sitting in the top of it that stayed so that had the latest backup oh thank god which was uh, yeah well, i had an offsite anyway but you know it was always handy because that was that would have backed up 40 minutes before they nicked it so um it was uh, i had it all there you know 
but I still had a backup on a on a portable drive, which I always use um, as well. So I didn't lose any data. It's just the possibility of if they actually manage to get into the computer, there's the possible personal information loss and um, other personal information, obviously, that you always everybody has on their computer and um, and all the scouts information that they could possibly sure. get to. So it's a possible possible. Uh, Data protection possible problem there, but that has never arisen and found anything. So it's unlikely they would have got into it because it was all password protected. But well, chances, chances are all they did was just turn around and sell it as quickly yeah, as they could. Any chance of getting um, it back? Or no? Well, they the police did say that uh, they recovered a lot of a lot of um, goods that were stolen at the same time because basically they were targeting outbuildings and sheds and things. And my office is basically an outbuilding next to a house. Um, so they just sort of struck lucky. Instead of getting a garden spade or a, or a lawnmower, they found a few thousand quid's worth of electronics. So they were quite Yay. happy. With that. Yeah. So um, yeah, that was gone. And it's fun- funnily enough, this was quite not funny really. But they also stole some checkbooks, uh, which were immediately cancelled within you know a day of no finding out. But um, I went back to the office uh, on. Monday, last Monday, after the Christmas break. Um, and there was an invoice in the post from a from a poultry breeder for saying, um, paid with thanks, about, you know, um, seven or eight hundred quid's worth of turkeys. Oh, that's strange. The, 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 name, the name was right and some of the address was right, but the postcode was wrong. Oh, that's very odd. I just thought no more of it. But then there was about nine answer phone messages from loads of different poultry breeders all saying, oh, yeah, thanks for you buying the 15 or 20 turkeys, but uh, why did you stop the check? So I had to ring all these people up and say, I'm sorry, but you've basically been been ripped off, right? Yeah, because this checkbook was stolen three months ago. All the checks were cancelled three months ago. Um, And unfortunately, you've been been robbed from, basically. Um, But they, they, whoever did it chose small family companies oh, that who were immediately and it was, go and check to see if the yeah, thing was good. Oh, that's very sucks. close to the to Christmas. Had a few turkeys left that they were quite happy to sell and took a chance. Didn't let the check clear before they let the goods out. Mm. Um, and of course they wouldn't clear because they would put stopped. a stop on them. Right. Yeah, yeah. And um, unfortunately there's about uh, well, last count since I've been to the office, there was about seven turkey companies and one plumbing company, and they've probably got away with about another four to five thousand pounds worth of goods for the uh, for these stolen checkbook. And there's still a lot of checks left in that book as well. So it's not very nice for all these so small businesses. Merry Christmas! Yeah, really not very nice. Yeah. So I had a terrible job to do last week to bring to bring all these people up and say I'm sorry, but you know. Well, we're gonna we're gonna turn this around. And make it the the happy show because you know what we're gonna do? <laughs> we're gonna go over to mymac.com and check out the recent articles. And I'll do the first one. It's the okay. half pack RT combination pack and case. This is a review by Sam Negri. The Explorer Half Pack is a high quality backpack that can also be carried as a messenger bag or briefcase. I actually you know, I use I, – I can't remember the name of the backpack that I use, um, but one one thing that I've – this will be my third year in a row going to the Macworld Expo without a computer or, with you know, without a, a full-blown uh, MacBook or MacBook Pro or anything along those lines. I just – I go iOS only. Yep. 
which we'll probably go into you know in the coming weeks. I'll, I'll talk about my process for all that. And this is where you take the next one. So I wasn't sure if you were stuffing there or not. <laughs> next one is Lego Star Wars: The Complete Saga for iOS, review by Tim Robertson. For those of you unfamiliar with the Lego style of gameplay, it's pretty easy to pick up and play. The basics are break Lego objects, pick up coins, and solve puzzles. While each Lego game is different, they all follow this basic gaming premise. And they are usually awesome, actually. Yeah, they are. And you know what? You should probably take the next one, too. Yeah, that's probably true. Recording your Max voice by Guy Searle. I I hate him. You know that, champion. Yeah. He sucks. Apple doesn't always make <laughs> things easy, especially when it comes to audio. However, with a little bit of searching, you might find that all the tools you may need are right at hand and totally free. A free Apple solution? Say it ain't so. <laughs> and next up is uh, Unibox for the Mac. This is a review by Donnie Yankelo. One of the latest trends is reinventing email. There are a bunch of email clients for iOS that are trying to change the email experience, and now Unibox for the Mac wants to do the same thing. Next up is Star Wars Tiny Death Star, review by Tim Robertson. I can see a theme here. Tim must be on a Star Wars kick as of late and didn't even realize it. This is my second Star Wars game review in the last week, and I'm fine with that. This is all Tim saying this, of course. Of course. As the Star Wars universe lends itself to many different gaming types, and the latest is Star Wars, Tiny Death Star. I've actually heard of, you know, and this is another one of those games where I I believe there's lots of, like, in-app purchases and stuff like that for for people that aren't patient enough to just play it through. (laughs) And, well, the one thing that kind of hacks me off about in-app purchases is they'll put, like, time limitations or make it impossible to actually play the game unless you do some kind of in-app purchase. And, and frankly, yeah. you know, I've, I've talked about this before. It's like I would rather – instead of getting it for free or for a 99 cents or $1.99, I will pay four ninety nine, five ninety nine, six ninety nine for the complete game without yeah. having to go through all that nonsense. Or at least if they put in – you know, you have the the freemium part of it, and then you get to see if you like the game or not, and then you can unlock everything for a fixed price. That would that, that would, work. would be wonderful because it's just stinging you every you know yeah. few pennies here and there, and then a bit more and a bit more. And Candy Crush. Oh, 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 sorry, yeah. sorry, something something caught in my throat. <laughs> uh, the the last one for this week is Tech Fan One Forty Six Bears and Rabbits. Oh my! By Tim Robertson, Tim and David. Discuss what happened at this week's CES, including T-Mobile's CEO, John Legere, Legere, I should know that because I use T-Mobile, getting kicked out of a party, 4K and curved television, yay, and a lack of Windows products represented at the show. Wonder why. (laughs) (sighs) Now... If uh, if you would like to write for the the My Mac website and and have you know Gaz and myself and possibly a guest completely screw up whatever it is that you were trying <laughs> to say in your article, contact John Nemo at Nemo at MyMac.com. Send him a sample of, of how it is that you write, and let's get your writing for the Mighty MyMac.com. Oh, I almost said podcast, but I didn't. Website, yeah. Now. Uh, over on Google Plus, are, are you on our Google Plus page there, James? 
I am, but I so rarely get a chance to delve into it, unfortunately. I, I was thinking the other week, I really must... <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah. Time of, as an, of an essence, and it's, yeah, don't seem to have enough of it, unfortunately. That's fine, that's fine. I, I'm just going to go over this uh, real, real quick. Uh, Alistair Jenks has a discussion uh, talking about Bluetooth and uh, car audio connects, and that's kind of interesting. And mm. um, let's see. Oh, there's got to be more than that. Uh, Michael Cassell is asking if it's safely if it's safe to delete whole folders in a time machine backup. Uh, he also is asking or saying that he's a little over iOS devices, and I don't understand that at all. Uh, let's see. He touched the Mac Pro. Mm. I put out a little something. Uh, Eric Stone has a discussion about the the new Mac heist. So for nineteen ninety nine, you get a whole bunch of apps. And Michael Cassell, why don't you write for our website, Mike? You sure do a lot over there in Google Plus, and I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, give give John Nemo a uh, uh, an email, and let's get you writing for the site. Or actually, you know what? I think he does write for the site. <laughs> now, now that I'm thinking about it, um, I talk about uh, OWC sponsoring me. And finally, there is a discussion from Eric Stone saying that if only Blackboard could have added their keyboard to a phone as good as the iPhone, they may still be a major player in the mobile market. Um, I don't know if I agree with that. I think BlackBerry's problems were that they just couldn't bring their game up when the iPhone was released, and, and it, it was you know it so quickly captured everyone's attention. And, you know, the, the hearts and minds of the people as compared to uh, BlackBerry's uh, typical market, which was the business market. And that's too bad because the, the more players that you have in any tech market, uh, the better it is for everybody. Mm, definitely. And, did, yeah, go ahead. It did take a long time to later to even try to catch up, didn't they, really? Yeah, well, it was almost shame, like really. it was almost like well, well, you know, we're the ones that everybody else has to beat. And it's like, well, you know what? When Steve yeah. Jobs you just know, stood beaten, up, yeah. yeah, you just got beat. So, yeah, there it was kind of their own fault, which is too bad. Uh, there isn't anything really special going on over in Facebook. I don't recall <laughs> seeing <laughs> anything from email. Uh, there's a bunch of crazy stuff over in Twitter. Some I could probably talk about. Uh, quite a bit of it that I can't. <laughs> so we'll just let that go. Yeah. Hit it. Whoops. Ah, I did not mean <laughs> to do that. I did not mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> That's me I, I running even, away from my own responsibilities. I wasn't even nodding my head. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that'll come later. Uh, now we, like I said, we don't have Gaz this week, but he was kind enough to send in this little message. Hi, guy. Sorry I couldn't make the show tonight. Um, as you can hear, it, my voice is a little bit uh, um, dodgy. So all I'm going to do by helping you tonight is to say, stand by, to stand by, and, um, well, we'll be right back. Or Guy will, and hopefully I will next week. a hard drive otherworld computing at maxsales.com how about a hard drive enclosure otherworld computing at maxsales.com optical drives memory mac and ios accessories otherworld computing at maxsales.com 
fantastic support video how-tos, Otherworld Computing at MacSales.com. Think it's difficult to find the right components that will work with your Mac? OWC makes it easy to get just what you need, and you can rest easy knowing it will be exactly what works with your computer. Still unsure? Give them a call 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at one 800 275-4576 and talk to their sales associates or support staff and see for yourself. That's 1-800-275-4576 or online to otherworldcomputing at maxsales.com. Taking mediocrity to its highest level, the G-Men on the MyMac Podcast. And welcome back to the podcast. Uh, now, you may have noticed that the title was a little odd. And uh, what I wanted to talk about kind of kind of rolled into that. And uh, something that's been in the news quite a bit is, is this thing called iBeacons, which uh, Apple actually has a patent on. And it's not strictly – it's not actually strictly for uh, Apple iOS devices – uh, it's also uh, available to be used by Android devices. And what iBeacons are, for those that don't know, these are like low-powered Bluetooth devices, and these are meant to be put in the stores to let iOS and Android devices be tracked within small distances. Now, you know, and by low power, uh, we're talking about, you know, it doesn't transmit very far. So even shorter than than your typical Bluetooth. And... Uh, they're starting to put these in grocery stores in the United States as kind of a test. Now, in theory, with an enabled device, it can let you know about um, store specials or with the proper application. Like if you had an app, like a list application, and you put your grocery list in there, and if it was uh, iBeacon aware or if, if the app itself was meant to be used with iBeacon, as you turn the aisle in the grocery store, uh, Whatever is on your grocery list, say, could pop right up and say, "Okay, you know, this is where you're going to find uh, the peanut butter or Spanish olives." Um, and this can also be expanded to other stores, like department stores, so that as you walk in, they not only know that you're there. Oh, yay! They can beam you ads based on what you've shopped uh, for before, or, or just for general stuff that they want to sell you. And according to what I've been reading, they can also be used for like restaurants to let you know when your reservation is ready, allow you to view menus and, and so on and so forth like that. Um, I have a couple of questions about this kind of technology. It kind of makes me nervous. I don't like the fact that this is yet another way for uh, <clears throat> a company or companies to track where I am and what I'm doing. I mean, it, does that strike you as Paranoid or? Well, it depends on the privacy settings. If there are any, I mean, is, is your phone giving out? Well, yeah, what's it? What's it telling? The the store side stuff. I mean, that's the other thing, right? It depends. I mean, if it's only a question of it marrying up what you may be looking for and pinging your phone, um, and it's not passing any information back, then yeah, shouldn't be a problem. But <laughs> never know, yeah. Well, I mean, what what I would like to. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, it's right. Is there is there an app that will enable iBeacons on your iOS device or your Android devices, or is it does it just come up as a push notification? Well, that's that's the part that that I don't know off the top of my head. 
I think um, the way that I would want it to work would be that I wouldn't have to go into my system settings to set to set it for you know iBeacon. That yeah. by default it should be off unless I start an application that uses it. But otherwise, it shouldn't even like if I walk into a grocery store and I haven't turned on my grocery list app or or whatever, uh, iBeacons shouldn't even know that I was yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, but of course, chances are that that's not the way it works. That you'll have to go into um, your system settings for it. It's going to be an opt out rather than opt in. Yeah, and I don't I don't really know if I like that. Um, let me bring out my. Got to get my iPhone out of my pocket. And I'm wondering if this is already enabled. I believe it's already enabled in... Uh, yeah, it would be in Bluetooth, if anyway, wouldn't it? Let's see. Bluetooth? Nope, it just says Bluetooth. My Bluetooth is on. Shows what devices I typically have connected, which is the radio yep. in my car. Uh, wouldn't be notification center. Well, well, as you say, it's the other thing. Sometimes they bury it in some other weird place that you don't think, well, why? You know, why is it there? Because that mm-hmm. way you can't find it and turn it off. <laughs> yeah, it's not in privacy. If anything, that's where I would think it would be. It's not in, doesn't seem to be in iCloud. Well, you know what? We we could probably spend all day searching Hang for on. it. In privacy, there's Bluetooth sharing. Apps that have requested the ability to share data via Bluetooth will appear here. These apps can share data even if you're not using them. So whether or not that is, well, that's sort of app specific, but. Let's see, Bluetooth sharing. Yeah, you'd think there would be something that was directly related to iBeacon. Yeah. Not in the advertising either, so. And the other easiest thing to do is just turn Bluetooth off, but, which is obviously easy to do now. If you don't need it, it'll turn it off. But. Yeah, I hate to do that, though, because then I have to turn it back on when I get yeah, in my cool. car. Because I'm always, mine's just on and it's left on, and I don't need to worry yeah, about it wherever it, it goes. It connects up. It. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway. Um, Time will tell. Yeah, and, and this see. is, apparently <laughs> this, is, this is similar to NFC. Uh, but it has a lot of, of, you know, it's being compared with iBeacon. And let's see, NF, yeah. NFC's NFC. range is up to 20 centimeters. Uh, yeah, you've eight actually got to be very close, haven't you? You've got to physically put your phone to the pad yeah. or sticker or whatever it is. So it's got to be reasonably close. Whereas iBeacons, you've, I think it's 50 meters. meters. Yeah. 50 meters in range. Um, and they probably triangulate because if they have like multiple devices in there, they that's yeah. how they know what aisle it is. That yeah, you're yeah. actually in as compared to, you know, oh, he's somewhere in the store. Um, one of the other things that they're talking about with this is uh, tying it in to uh, Apple's payment system. Yeah. So, so whatever card you've got on your iTunes account, I suppose it will pay through that. Right, right. No, for micropayments and things along yeah. those lines. And I can, you know, that's something that, that I would like to do because it, it just means it, it's one a bunch of less stuff. Yep. That I have to carry around with me. But of course, you can already do that in the Apple Store with the with their uh, Apple Store app. Can't you? you can buy stuff off the shelf and pay for it through the app and walk out the door without speaking to anybody, even let alone <laughs> handing your card over. 
So well, I met you. You I just crack. You could sit there. And, you know, pick up a. Um, uh, I guess you can't really pick up a computer because you know they have to bring that yeah, out to you. But, back, yeah. but some of the other stuff, you know, just make make a big motion of of picking like some box off the wall and and make sure everyone can see that you're doing something with your phone. <laughs> And then just turn around and walk out the store. <laughs> I'd feel com- compelled to say, I've just paid for this. Look, there it is. <laughs> well, no, sorry, yeah. sir. You can't pay for this using Angry Birds. That's not the way it works. <laughs> Darn it. Yeah. <laughs> they Darn found it. me out. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, so I mean, yeah, if that's going to go through to any iBeacon store, enabled store, then that's, uh, that's, that's good. And I can see the advantages in that. Well, and and something else that I, I you know where I can see something like this going is having having something that that's uh, iBeacon enabled at the exit. So you walk into the store, it says, "Oh, okay. Well, that's guy, and here's his credit card." And as you're picking stuff up off the off the shelves and putting it in your cart, the the items themselves would be iBeacon enabled. So you don't even have to to go to to the the cashier. And buy your stuff. You basically just walk out the door. Yeah, and that could be difficult though, because the the things that are doing the um, store side iBeacon are things like iPhones and iPods and um, anything that's. I think it was the four S and up that does the low energy Bluetooth, isn't it? Sure. So um, I don't suppose they'll be bunging those on a packet of crisps or. Well, no, I mean, like, like but you know, about everything that you're going to buy, everything that you're going to buy has like uh, some kind of eye beacon something in it. And yeah. as you walk toward a door, they have an arch or whatever. And yeah. as you walk yeah. through it, uh, a little piece of paper or, or even it gets you know pushed to your phone that has a list of everything that you have in your cart yeah. that it's paid for. And then somebody there at the door from the store can, can look at that and then look at the stuff in your cart and say, Oh, okay, carry on. And you're all done. I think as far as I'm aware, the iBeacon, um, store side is like they do currently in the Apple store. They've got every, every product has got an iPad and that is the iBeacon store side part. Uh, as far as I'm aware, anyway, that that's how it's working. I don't know what they're, if they're going to enable that for, Small devices or tiny ah, but things. You, see, you, 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 wouldn't, power it. you wouldn't actually need like a. Depending on how they have it set up, you wouldn't actually need something that was powered. You would just need to have something uh, that would uniquely identify a product with what it is and how much it costs, yeah. so that when it went but, through an archway, you know the 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 eye beacons in the archway would say, "Okay, well you've oh, got so, a dozen yeah, yeah, eggs, you you've got a, a thing of yeah. milk." Um, uh, you know, wh- whatever it is that you're buying, yeah, yeah, and tally it up. I've no idea how that, how that, if that's what they're able to do on the iBeacons. I know the NFC is, is that's a, as a quite likely, but I don't know if that's how they. But see, it won't work with know. NFC with with only a, a range of of under eight inches. Yeah, yeah, because it has to be scanned virtually, would not it? Yeah, right, right. So that would that would slow up the process. Whereas if everything that you were yeah. buying was Walk tagged through, job, in some job way, done. and then you're done, right? And it, it yeah. gives you like a, a printout or something on the phone that you show somebody that works at the store, and you know they just kind of it, it's almost like have you ever gone to any of these um, uh, like warehouse stores 
I know here in the States they've got Costco and Sam's Club and things like that. I don't know if they have an equivalent to that in the UK. Yeah, yeah. We've got um, – I, uh, I think we've got Costco here. I think. They're not very far-reaching. They've got some around the London way as far as I know. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, we have got some, yeah. Okay. Well, you've been in one before or something like that. Yeah, I've not been in one, but I know what okay. you mean. <laughs> okay. Well, well typically um, after you've put all your stuff in your cart – they they check it and and you pay for it and then as you're walking toward the door, there's someone standing there from the store that's given you know the hairy eyeball to the stuff that's in your cart versus what you have on the little slip of paper saying what it is you bought. Yeah. And then they do a little check and off you go. So, but you know they could do something similar to that with iBeacons and just make sure that everything that you have in your cart is stuff. That's on this this little list it's on the bill, and, yeah, yeah. and it can all be done electronically, and that's that's got to be cheaper and faster than hiring um, uh, ten cashiers to check out you know however many people you have in your store at any given time. Yep, and we've got um, it's not exactly the same, but uh, uh, Tesco in this company in this country, which is one of the larger supermarkets, of, sure, they've got their own. Uh, you will, you can walk around with your own scanner now. Um, so you basically scan everything, chuck it in your trolley, um, and then walk out the door. And well, you've obviously got to pay for it, but you've it's all stored on the little handheld scanner that just scans all the barcodes. So you pack it into your trolley, into your own bags as you go out. Um, go through a separate set of tills, which you basically plug your scanner into, pay for it, and walk out. It's all done. Oh man, that um, is nice. Yeah, well, I wish they did something like that here. Um, so it's sort of a step up from the self, um, from the um, self-serve tills, and they've got those as well. You just right. go through the normal ways of the trolley, and then scan your own stuff and pay for it that way. But this is just this little handheld scanner with a display on it. You zap everything as you put it in your thing. Oh, that's your, cool. Your shopping trolley, yeah. All right. Well, so, um, but this, yeah, that, that's uh, that will be a step up from that with uh, with having your even having your trolley. Yeah, you wouldn't, beacon, you wouldn't. You? Well, you wouldn't even need the scanner because yeah. uh, everything would be scanned as as you pushed your cart through, like the yep, archway or, or through, whatever yeah. it is. Uh, we would love to hear what you people think about iBeacons. Uh, is it an invasion of privacy? Is it something that will make your life more convenient? Um, you know, let us know. You can contact us in all the usual ways that we'll talk about in just a little bit. In the next section there, yeah. And I think that's going to do it for this section. Uh, James, do you know what it is we normally say when we're leaving a section? I do. And it's um, stand by to stand by. And we'll be right back. Oh, spot on. movie fan, a film fan, well, check out the International Film Club podcast right here on the Spotlight Network. Tim Chatton and Alex Barker dive into a different movie every time, ranging from classics to some of the newer stuff and sometimes some obscure stuff that you actually might enjoy. So check out the International Film Club podcast right here on the Spotlight Network. The G-Men. It's not that they're any good. It's just that the other podcasts suck. And welcome back to the MyMac Podcast 490. Are, are you nodding your head? <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know how far you, how how much you wanted me to do there. <laughs> oh, you just you just you can ramble as much as you want. Ah, uh, hell, okay. I do. I'm not I'm not all that good at rambling. <laughs> <laughs> but I I get the feeling that you were nodding your head. I was definitely nodding my head. Hit it. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. It's time for Gases tip. Oh, I really, really hope that soundboard is coming across into GarageBand. I'm starting to I guess. I got it here. Uh, I, I just wonder if it is. Well, I guess I'll find out in post. Yeah. Yeah. You can uh, it in post otherwise, yeah. Yeah. I'll be doing Gaz's tip tonight. Uh, if you have a trackpad and want a reminder of what's sitting on your desktop, pop your thumb and three fingers on your trap on your trackpad and spread. Oh, wait. And you can sweep all of the open applications away. I figured I'd better throw that in there, too. Uh, if you move your fingers slowly in, the apps – or if you move your fingers slowly, the apps move just – well, how's he got this written here? If you move your fingers slowly, the apps move just as far – there we go – just as far as you want them to. And that goes in, in both directions. If, if you want them to kind of spread out, spread your fingers out. If you want to you know, bring them all back in and – for whatever reason you want to do that slowly as well, just move them in and they'll, they'll get much slower as well. Ah, all right, James. Uh, do you have, do you have an app pick? So I don't of. have an app pick, but Aww. I do, I do have a pick. If that's, or do you want to do your, no, your no go ahead. First? Um, well, recently, um, I, we had a, an addition to our, um, our TV set up at home with our son getting an Xbox for Christmas. Um, and because of that, we also needed to have a HDMI switcher because our TV only has two HDMI ports and it's already got a satellite box plugged into that and the Apple TV. So we needed a third for the Xbox. So I needed a switcher. And because of this switcher, this little thing has a remote. So we then got to four remotes. Right. Grown. So I thought, right, okay, Christmas money was on the agenda. So I bought myself a Logitech Harmony, Harmony 650, which uh, will, it will control five separate devices. And you can program it to, um, with a touch of a button, it will turn on the TV, select the right source, switch the, the HDMI switcher to the right channel, turn on your Apple TV, all with one button. And the cool, the cool part about those is uh, you basically have to kind of create an account on Logitech's yes. site. Yep. And they walk you through. You connect your, your remote to your computer via yep. USB. Create this account on Logitech and then say, you know, they have all of these actions that you can do. And one of them is like what you were saying. Uh, you want your TV to come on and you want it to go to – um, your your satellite box, and yep. I think you can actually go as far down as I wanted to my default channel to be CNN or you know the BBC yeah, or, yep. or yep. whatever it is. And instead of sitting there with with a remote control, picking up one remote and saying, "Okay, <laughs> power on a satellite, pick up another yep. one. Power on the TV set, pick up another one. Oh, where's that? Oh, I lost my my." HDMI switcher. I have one of those too, by the way. Yeah, they're a pain in the neck. Little, little yeah. tiny remote with just three yeah. or four buttons on Awful it, depending on how many you. Oh, just terrible. Could probably lose the remote for that easy. You could lose yeah. the Apple TV remote. 
Uh, were you ever able to get it to work with the Apple TV? Yes. Oh, easily. How? How did you do that? Oh, uh, just with the um, the My Harmony website. You just put in Apple TV. Yeah. Yeah. Done. So uh, works. I could I could never get it to work. Yeah, it works straight. It's really good. All right. Well, I'm, I'll have to revisit uh, the Logitech site and, and see there if was, I can um, figure out how to get my Harmony remote to, to do Yeah, the, the there Apple was TV. something they – I can't remember what it said now. It was a couple of weeks ago when I set it all up. It did take a number of hours to do, but once it's done, it's been great. Right. Cause the, um, well, then you have to pair it with the Apple TV as well. No, I didn't need to. Really? It just, no, no, it, it just accepted it? Just worked, yeah. Oh. It was just well. an Apple TV remote. It was – yeah, off it went. Maybe I'm – well, it wouldn't be the first time I've done something wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, it, today yeah, that was the, the the Apple TV was actually the easier part to set up. The worst bit of trouble I had was with the um, HDMI switch because it's sort of a generic HDMI switch. Um, I had to teach the uh, the Logitech remote from the HDMI switch remote, and on the back of the uh, Harmony remote, there's another. Um, infrared receiver. So while it's plugged into your computer, you actually teach it from the device oh, from, from the remote, right? So you can push the button and uh, it will learn it, and and it goes on from there. I did have a little bit of trouble with that because, um, but it did work. It just you had to hold it at exactly the right angle and distance. Right. And, and once you'd got that, it was okay. But I think that was more to do with this tiny little remote more than the uh, the Logitech. But um, that was the only thing I had trouble with really. Um, and I put, once I'd uh, managed to get that to work, it was fine. Yeah. yeah, no problem with the Apple TV at all. Okay, well, I'm going to have to revisit that, see if I can figure it out. Why don't you do uh, Gaz's app pick? Gaz's app pick is um, audiobook builder, and he says he's picked this before, but he recently bought some audiobooks from a charity shop, and as iTunes does not import audio CDs, it doesn't. Um, if they're if they're playing MP3 or AAC files, they should. Yeah, I don't quite know what he means there. Well, some anyway, but some of them have says, have DRM and things along those lines too. Uh, yeah, I suppose that's yeah. Anyway, as iTunes does not import audio CDs, I went straight back to my favourite program, and it's available through the Mac App Store at in the UK at two pounds ninety nine, and it's a steal at this price. And there's a free trial on the website. Uh, but he says, but to be honest, just buy it. So you must like it a lot. Yep, and that's from Splasm Software, who we've ha- I've, I think we've actually had um, uh, some of their people on the show before, maybe uh, last year. Now, my app pick uh, tonight is actually one that I think I've picked as well. Uh, but it's such it's such a great app that if you haven't heard of it and you do anything, I mean, and literally anything with video. There is no reason why you do not have this app. It's a handbrake, and you can find that at uh, you know http uh, colon backslash backslash handbrake dot fr, and it is such a great. Ha- yeah, I spelled handbrake. <laughs> How'd that happen? Sorry. No, I it came know. a handbrake. I've auto corrected. <laughs> handbrake. <laughs> uh, this this app will let you. Uh, take various types of of video, including converting standard DVDs to a digital format that you can put into iTunes. I've taken quite a few of the DVDs that we've had that we have here in the house and converted them to digital, just because it's so much easier 
to watch whatever it is I want to watch through the Apple TV. Yeah. And uh, little by little, and I haven't, you know, I haven't bought a, a DVD. And I don't have a Blu-ray player, but I haven't bought a DVD since we first bought the, I think it was the second gen or maybe the third, you know, when it changed to the, the little small black box, the and Apple TV. Gen, yeah. Was that second that's gen? Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's the one I've got, yeah. I have not bought a DVD since buying that because I'm sick and tired of having these boxes and optical discs just like all over the place. I want it in such a way that if I want to watch a program, I just hit a couple buttons and it plays. That's what I want. I I don't want to bother with, okay, well, let's, uh, let's get this disc out. (laughs) Walking over to the DVD player. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, turning it on, putting the disc in, pushing it in. Ah, damn. I don't have my Logitech 650 set up for my HDMI switch. (laughs) 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 What's wrong with me? Yeah, I still I, buy DVDs and rip them with handbrake. So, um, but for for the same reason as you're saying, because they're a pain in the neck to have a cupboard full of DVDs and you've got to wander over and have a look, decide, and then in, yeah, yeah, so much nicer on the Apple TV. Just don't want to bother with it. So, but that's that's my and the best part is, do you know how much handbrake costs? Yeah, I do. How much is it? Absolutely nothing. Ah, so there's no charge. <laughs> Such yes. a great, great app. Um, I think we're we're getting down to where we need to start talking about how people can contact us. So, James, how can people get a hold of you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at JCT underscore Woodpad. Or if you have a look at my about.me forward slash JC Turner, you can see all the strange things I get up to there. <laughs> Lots of links and a bit about me as well. And now you are you still uh, the sole proprietor and designer and maker of all your the Woodpad products? Indeed, yes, yes. Well, you should talk about that right here. Oh well, I think everybody's probably heard of all about Woodpad before, but it is a very nice hardwood stand for your iPad and iPhone. Um, um, and thank yes, you for sending me that one, by the way. Oh, good. Yes, it's all getting good use. I hope. Oh yeah. Good. Good. And, and uh, yeah, they, any any iPad fits in the woodpad, and um, yeah, still oh, so, so you you've made the adjustment to a lightning connector. Well, you say that <laughs> I haven't. I there on the woodpad for iPad, there is no slot for um, charging because you can stick them on the side, plug them in on the side, and they I need know. charging so little. I know but, um, what so, the yeah. the uh, the woodpads don't need much in the way of a charge. No, no, they they're very good. Yeah. Because no. they're made of wood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they, they don't need a lot of charging, yeah. Okay. Uh, if you would like to contact Gaz, uh, you can reach him uh, through an email program of your choice, uh, Gaz, G-A-Z. Zed. Zed at mymac.com. Uh, on the Twitters at twitter.com forward slash gazmaz. That's G-A-Z. Zed. M-A-Z. Zed. And... Uh, you can contact me uh, in the same way, and y- you can use the same email program if you want to as well because, hey, that's how we roll. It's Guy, G-U-I, at MyMac.com. You can find me on the Twitters at Twitter.com forward slash MacParrot. And uh, we have a combined Twitter account, which is Twitter.com forward slash Guy and Gaz, G-U-Y-A-N-D. G-A-Z. 
Zed. And if you would like to contact Fearless Leader and say, what the hell were you thinking when you let Guy and Gaz take over this podcast? You can send that to him via feedback at mymac.com, though you have to use a different email program for that. No, not really. <laughs> I'm kidding. And you know, James, I don't know if you know this, and apparently – even though we say it every single week, very few people know about it as well. It's our Skype number. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, why don't you yes. give that to them? Well, that is um, – well, there's a plus one if you're outside of the uh, U.S. of states. 703-436-9501. Yeah, you notice how Gaz made that real big? You know why he did that? He did that for well, me. It's nice and easy to see. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of like, oh, what's our number again? <laughs> but you know the other thing? What's that? I think this is the best show oh. that, that you've ever done. <laughs> and you and Gaz are definitely good enough. Oh, I will. Smart okay. enough. Huh. Yeah. And you say that. it, people like you. Well, yeah, they probably do. <laughs> and uh, thanks to everyone for downloading the MyMac podcast. We really appreciate it. Uh, you know, we, we are constantly questioning why you do so. But we are quite happy that you do. Don't forget about the bumper contest. Send us your best bumpers. And if you're not sure what a bumper is, re-listen to the ads uh, in this particular podcast. And just before we start up again, you'll hear it. It's basically just a, a little five to seven second snippet of us making fun of ourselves. And it's all in good fun. Uh, please send those in and we will start picking winners uh, probably around show... 501 or 502, it'll depend on how many podcasts we do at the Macworld Expo. So we want to give you great stuff. OWC wants to give you great stuff, and they're they're supporting uh, the the you know 500th podcast contest as well. Uh, between now and the 500th podcast, I'm sure that uh, Gaz and I will will find a few other people to to kick in some stuff. So we can give as many prizes as we possibly can. We really, really appreciate it. And thanks again for downloading the podcast. Now, at this point, there's only one more thing to say, James. And do you have any idea what that is? <laughs> well, it could either be end or it could be the um, the strange language, which I haven't made my mind up what it is. The other is in red. Ah, well, that's actually the same one I had from last week. But you uh, want to, do you want to take a crack at it, or do you want me to try no, it again? No, this is why I tried to jump in on the best show we've ever done. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, actually, you know what? I think uh, is this. I, I don't know if Gaz did this one or not. I don't, I'll, I'll I'll give a crack at it again. Go All on. right, lo hemos hecho a través de otro. Añol juntos y los G de las hombres. Gracias por quedarse con nosotros en contra de su mejor juicio. Juicio. You know, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> and. <laughs> Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can also find other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Not Another Mac Podcast, the Mac Specialist Podcast, Geekiest Show Ever, the TeacherCast Podcast, the Apple Junkies Podcast, and the all-new App Minute Podcast. Yeah, well, the first time I actually saw snow, um, I had driven from Akron, where I was living, up to Cleveland. 
which is like right on the lake. And uh, I was actually west of Cleveland. It's some shopping center. I used to – you ever seen those little tags on clothes to keep people from shoplifting? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, those were the systems that I was installing and, and maintaining. And I, I went into – on the door. Oh, yeah, yeah. I went into this mall to install a system, which usually takes you know uh, five to seven hours to install one of these systems. And it was cold when I went into the mall, but you know nothing was falling. When I came out, there was almost a foot of snow on the ground. Oh, nice. Now, I have never seen it before, and now I have to drive from <laughs> west of Cleveland back to Akron, which is, you know, in decent weather, was about an hour, hour and a half drive. I think it took me it took me well over three hours because I don't think I went over 25 miles an hour the whole time. Yeah. And, of course, everybody else is buzzing by me because they're used to it. And, you know, probably thinking, you know, what's wrong with this idiot going 25 miles an hour on the interstate? <laughs> He's like, I don't know what I'm doing. Just leave me alone. Oh. And then just put, if you can put a link in there too, to the yep. to the whatever the product is. Oh, you know what it is now. Oh yeah, I've got. Oh, I just bought a um, crap. I don't have it here. I just but I just bought a large Logic uh, Logitech Harmony remote control. Yeah, me too. Got it about oh, a week, two two weeks ago, maybe. So nice. And, yeah, it's great. Because we, we bought a new TV set, and I figured, okay, you know what? I'm tired of having 14,000 different remotes and never able yeah. to finding any, finding any of them. Yes, and that was, uh, that was my problem. Well, it's not so much that, because well, I'll, I'll talk to you about that later. But... <laughs> Did you ever see the uh, Disney movie Aladdin? No, I've not seen that. Really? Really? Oh, that's, that is I've such a... Managed to... I've really managed very well to miss that. <laughs> okay. Well, what that is a reference to, um, Aladdin is talking to the genie who's being voiced by Robin Williams, if you know who that is. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So he's doing his Robin Williams shtick the whole time, you know. And so yep. he's, he's telling Aladdin what it's like to be a genie. And he's like, I've got, you know, awesome cosmic powers. And then it, it like condenses way down and you can see him and just sitting there all crunched into the lamp. And he's like, space <laughs> and i hope you feel soon better gaz that doesn't even make any sense i hope you feel better soon gaz and get back to this podcast darn it